The next time your backup goes in and you freak out, remember Nick Foles because with his Super Bowl win, backups are 8 and 11 in the Super Bowl. Nick is the first guy to do it since Tom Brady. Right now we're going to recap everything that happened in Super Bowl 52 along with some new signings. Stay with us. Game On is right now. Hola, que pasa? Half a day, CNMI for the new listeners. It's your girl, J-Ray the Fanatic, and... Timmy B. All right, Timmy, how you doing out there in La La Land? Oh, I'm doing good. Half a day, half a day to the uh, people in Saipan. Half a day, right. CNMI. Yeah, we all over. Yeah, we all over the world. We all international. Uh, over. We're global. We're global in this piece. So don't forget, you can subscribe if you're listening to this on your Android or on your iPhone. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast or just go to Jared the Fanatic, tell a friend if they want to listen to it. Make sure they go to jaredthefanatic.com. Make sure you tune in on Friday. I have a very special guest. Jason Warner is going to be on the show on Friday. He is going to be talking to us about black entrepreneurship and how we can put our dollars back into the black community. You know I'm all about that. So make sure you tune in on Friday. I'm going to post a link for his website in the meantime down below. But right now, let's mm. recap the greatest. Oh, man. Seeing t- uh. seeing Tom Brady with his with his head hang low and it's wobbling to and fro. That just made yeah. my existence. You see where my head is. I don't yeah, you, I'm, I know you're conflicted. I'm, I know I'm you're conflicted. I'm like Tom Brady right now. but you I know. know. You got to be a I'm little gonna, conflicted. There's got to be part no, of you that's glad that I'm the gonna Patriots have a happy didn't win. Face. I'm going to have a happy face at the end of this uh, conversation. So, you know, just stay tuned for that. So, oh, yeah. that means you got All a right. surprise. Yeah, us. surprise. But yeah, for the whole game, I'm not happy about it. Oh, okay. Well, one of my favorite <laughs> moments uh, in the the game, I mean, there's a couple favorite moments, but my the, the most favorite moment is Tom Brady trying to do you know the Patriots trying to do that reverse play that trick play oh, man. and then he dropped yes. it and yes. then yes. and then yes. um the Eagles were like hold my beer and then just came back and did <laughs> <laughs> and did the same exact play but oh, executed for the touchdown that was, that was the thing that that made me like upset it was that they did the same play and then just showed you how it was done Right, right. That is that is the definition. Y'all know one of my things is I'm petty. That Mm. is the definition of petty. Like, no, let me show you. Let me show you. (laughs) And I think and I think that was the turning point of the whole game is when Tom Brady did not catch that pass because it was it it was drawn up to perfection. Like, Mm -hmm. Like everything was, you know, played out to the T and the way that he went out and laid out and tried to catch the ball and he dropped it, it was like, nah. Now, you know you giving that man too much credit. That man did not lay out. Not really lay out. Nah, he kind of, he he looked like a receiver. He didn't lay out. He went like a wide receiver. He tried to catch like a wide receiver. He's not a wide receiver. Like, that was like a first-timer, like a rookie wide receiver. Oh, okay, you're calling him a rookie wide receiver. Like, I was going to go go more like Pop Warner, but we go with the way that he went to go catch the ball, it looked like he was a rookie wide receiver. Like he didn't want to, you know, catch the ball with his chest. He tried to really catch it with his hands, and then, right. like, you know, he didn't reach out far enough. Well, you know, one of the things that I was afraid that would happen is, and I'm proud because you know we we watched the game here in Taipan on Monday morning for us. It was a Monday morning game. 
Um, so a lot of people, I was surprised, a lot of people took off work, which is cool. Um, so we were at this uh, bar called Wild Bill's. It's fourth quarter, five minutes and 39 seconds. It's fourth and one. And I am there and I'm like, no matter what, you have to go for it. And I was literally yeah. the lone gunman in that bar saying that. I'm like, there is no way on God's green earth. You, I don't care that you're on your own 45. You, that you're trying to win. In the regular season, yeah, go ahead and punt. This is the Super Bowl. You don't get no comebacks after this. You go for that. And so when All they right. decided to go for that, I was exceedingly proud because whether they had got the first down or not, you still got to play to win. And that's something we saw from Atlanta last season in the Super Bowl. They stopped playing mm. to win in the second half. They started playing to not lose. And you right. can't do that against the Patriots. So right. I thought right. the Eagles definitely coached this game well. Um, they did. They yeah, I, I, it was a good look. You know, with that said, you know, um, the Eagles coaching staff, you know, you have to give them credit. You know, even though you already know how I feel about 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 the Eagles and everything, but this game was was definitely a, a coaching game. Like it was a definitely like a game that Belichick. I don't know what was going on, you know, with him, but he just got out coached. You saw that with with the play calling. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Nick Foles. He just looked like he looked like he was the starter, mm-hmm. even though he was the backup. He looked like he mm-hmm. was the starter. You know, and and for the Patriots defense, you have to you have to look at this. The Patriots defense has not always been good in the Super Bowl. They like maintain, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. they maintain the game and then you see Brady come back in the end and then he comes back and, you know, scores the touchdown or whatever and now they make the stop. Right. You know, so so it's that, you know, so you have Well let's to talk about the little a little bit about the coaching. Because but, um uh, yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick decided that it was a good idea to bench Malcolm Butler, who's played 97% of the snaps throughout the regular season. Now, he was sick, um, and so that did cause him to come a day late um, to Minneapolis. So he did, I think, either miss a practice or came late to a practice, and then I guess he missed a curfew. And they're saying that those are some yeah, of the reasons that, why. I don't see, care. None of that matters but, during the Super Bowl. Uh, None of that matters. But okay. so I'm disappointed. I, I think Belichick made, made the absolute wrong decision, and he's petty. It's definitely personal because if all that was true, then you you completely bench him. You don't have him in on one play, on one special teams play. So somebody mm-hmm. lying. I don't know exactly what happened, but that's yeah. just petty. That's like, oh, let me just give you this little this little and one see, one one down. That's dumb. And see, the thing is, I was in route going back home. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like to see the game. And I didn't even know that Malcolm Butler went in on the special teams play and then he mm. didn't play in the rest of the game. I mm-hmm. just thought he got benched completely. No, now, that's what I'm now, saying. So now, now you're being petty. News, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Now that news that you just brought to me, okay, now, that's, now that is some petty stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That is definitely some petty stuff. Now, I did hear the news about Malcolm Butler, you know, um, coming to the team, to the Super Bowl late. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he came like a day late, you know, and and then they had, you know, that scent of the ooey on them. They had the marijuana on them. And then he was like, well, OK, that's accountability right there. You can't be like that in the Super Bowl. You can't be like that. You know, you have the biggest game coming up right now and then you show up late and then you have that. And then you have this, you know, all this social media on you. That's just not a good look. So, no, for Belichick to do that. 
I understand that, you know, but for the, you know, for him to play him in special teams and then not play him, something's up about that. Somebody and see, and I and I don't understand it because we're talking about a coach that has generated Spygate, uh, Deflategate, all right. that. So you right. you ain't you ain't on some moral high horse that somebody mm-hmm. can't show up to your your practice smelling like weed and you not overlook that. You overlook playing by the rules, how you ain't going to overlook right. weed. So I'm not, right, I can't right. co-sign on any of that. And like I said, to me, when you trying to win, that's like, that's like being on the two yard line and going mm-hmm. for a pass that Malcolm Butler intercepted instead of giving right. the ball to beast mode. It's dumb. It's just right, flat out right, dumb. Right. Now, do right. I know that Malcolm Butler would have made a difference in the game? Absolutely not. But guess what? We'll never know that. Look, so I'm going to tell you, you like this. I say like this. Malcolm Butler would have because if you've seen the way Eric Rowe was getting crispified out there, he was getting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eric, Eric Rowe was getting toasted out there. Like Malcolm Butler would have definitely made a difference in that game. Yeah. And I'm going to stand by Malcolm Butler on that, saying that he would have made a difference. But then I'm going to stand by Belichick by benching him by saying, like, look, you came to a most the most important game of the season, of the NFL season, and you showed up late and you was dusty. You know what I'm saying? You was weeded. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why are you doing that? And then you get caught and then you want to say that. You would have made a difference. Okay, that's cool. But then you got to be accountable for what you did. Again, I agree with that. If we were talking about any other coach in the NFL, I could co-sign on that. But it's Belichick. Again, your moral accountability is non-existent. So don't throw shade on somebody when you just say, oh, I I wasn't aware of the rules. And like I said, for him to play him on special teams and then not and then not play him again like that's not cool you know you know for eric Rowe to play the way he did was real bad and that was real petty because look it cost you the super bowl exactly bill belichick and brady and robert Kraft having some type of dilemma during the end of the season right and that's gonna come up i think with this game for belichick to do what he did Mm -hmm. and for them to lose the way they did and knowing that malcolm butler would have made a difference Alshon Jeffrey made made a huge difference, and the Eagles were so glad that mm-hmm. they didn't make that adjustment in the second half. Mm-hmm. They were so glad that they didn't make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. So, so for so for Belichick and Brady, and for Robert Kraft and the whole you know uh, the whole staff of the Patriots, they have to look back and see, okay, who are we going to keep now? That being said, you know, uh, Robert Kraft has always been really tight-lipped regarding the contract for Belichick. We don't know exactly how long Belichick's contract is. You know, he's been the head coach for the Patriots since 2000. So technically, it's been 18 years. It might be time for him to go. Do you think that maybe Belichick was just, you know, hey, I'm I'm just going to bench this guy even though I know he might make a difference? Because in my head, I'm on my way out anyway. Whether Robert says I'm on my way out or not. I'm looking for another home at this point. Do you think that's possible? Yeah. Um, for Belichick to do what he did, that is some petty, you know, like that is petty business right there that he did. So, you know, for Robert Kraft to, you know, to sit back and look on that, it's like, you know, do you want that type of coach and do you want that type of that type of coaching staff to have Malcolm Butler sit there knowing that he can make a difference on your team? And, you know, like, and it costs you a Super Bowl. 
you know, and that'll be Belichick's out. And that was the thing that I was going back to on the last part, well, not the last podcast, but just the, you know, saying about Brady and Kraft and Belichick having some type of, uh, you know, difference. So that is a, that is a major, major, major difference. This is his chance for Belichick to make his way out. Mm-hmm. It's now, like, if he did a, go you know, out. like, you know, that, that's like a, that's like an underground railroad passage type. Thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> so if no he did go out, him. where would you, where would you want him ideally uh, to end up? The rumor has it is that the signs may point to the Giants, mm. the New York Giants. But you know that's that's something that I don't want to see. But if it happens, then it happens. You know we'll have to you know cross that bridge when it comes to it. Wherever Belichick goes, you know it's going to be. It's going to be beneficial to him, you know, because of the way that he operates, you know. But if he does the way things, you know, if he does the things that he does in New England, as far as benching that, you know, top corner, you know, the corner that actually gave you a Super Bowl and then you bench him, you know, that's going to be that's going to be something that they're going to look at. Right. Uh, you know, I would I would love to see him um, in Cowboy Nation because I'm so tired of Jason Garrett. I can't see straight. Um, I wouldn't uh, mind seeing him. Yard, I don't even want to go there with them. I know right that's now. what I'm saying. I'm not so, even going to give that much discussion yeah, time. I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing him so, um, in the in Oakland, but not like right now. So I know I know that that's going to be a while before they get to L, uh, Las Vegas. I would love to see him go to Vegas and help build up that franchise. But right. I don't know. I don't know what's happening right, with him right now. But it's going to be fun to watch. But um, mm-hmm. as far as the coaching, though, we do have a signing today. Um, Patriots right. um, defensive coordinator Matt Patricia. Uh, yeah. Has been named the head coach of the of the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. How do you feel uh, yeah. about that? That is a decent move, you know, mm-hmm. considering considering the fact that the Patriots' defense has been, uh, I would say, under the mediocre list mm-hmm. of uh, talent. So it's okay, but it's you know. Considering what the like I say, the Patriots defense has been, it's like, you know, they just get by. They just but, get by, know, yeah. They got by because of Brady, I would think got, you know, because of the offensive talent that they have with, with, with Brady. Now you have Matthew Stafford over there playing over in Detroit, and then you have, you know, Golden Tate and you have, mm-hmm. you know, those guys over there and you have their defense, which is which is under the mediocre list again. So it's like so it's like you have the Patriots minus Brady. I would say yeah, that. Yeah, but the thing is, is that the, the Lions haven't been, they haven't won a playoff game since 1991. So right. for them, they this is this too. is a hopeful situation. Um, right. But right. I'm with it's you. Um, I think the Lions are kind of. something. Exactly. But it's I think the Lions okay. are in a, in a not the best place defensively. And, mm-hmm. you know, while, while I like Matt, he, Patriots were ranked 29th overall defense this year right. so right right That's um, <laughs> and and here's the other thing and i and i get it he's the head coach he makes the final call but if mm. you're the defensive coordinator you you get in belichick's ear and be like man i'm trying to walk out of here with the ring if you don't stop with your petty and let right. me put malcolm butler in here right. <laughs> like and you, you got be, a beard at that like, it's like you know like, what i mean you can't flex your beard gang you could have scared like, him you could have right. scared him real, put some bass in your voice, corner him, um, you know, with nobody around and just be like, look so, here. <laughs> yeah. But none of that happened. So it's going to, you know, yeah. that's going to be another fun one to watch. Also, um, you know, the, the Eagles are in a, in a very unique situation right now. They've said 
emphatically that Carson Wentz is the guy. It's not realistic that he's hopeful that it'll, he'll be back by game one, but that's not entirely realistic given his injury. Um, but at the same time, Nick Foles, like they, they would be doing him a truly disservice if they didn't. He has one more year left on his contract. It's only like $7 million though, so that's not a lot of money. So he could, he could go out in the league right now and really be in a dope situation because now he is a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So I think they should let is him he? go. Oh, here you is go. Is he? <laughs> is he? Oh, damn. Timmy. Because because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you I'm gonna bring you some news that'll make you just think about the whole situation about Nick Foles. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Nick Foles was was a starting quarterback for the Eagles. He was, was a starting quarterback only because they had mediocre quarterbacks be, uh, behind them, which was was Kevin Cobb, mm-hmm. and and you know they had to get Carson Wentz. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. How, yeah, but how I'm does that mistaken, change the Nick, fact that Malcolm Butler wasn't in the game of the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're I saying think, had Malcolm? I, I got that, you. I think that Malcolm Butler would have made a huge difference in that game if he was there, and Alshon Jeffrey and and all those receivers wouldn't have gotten the yards that they've gotten if Malcolm Butler was in the game. And everyone knows if they're Patriots fans and they're football fans, they know Malcolm Butler makes a difference because they've seen it. 16 weeks of the season right right you know so it's like and then you bench him in the super bowl the most important game of the season so it's like i'm not going to give nick Foles that you know just for the simple fact that malcolm butler was in because i'm going with the fact that i know how nick Foles plays so it's like it's not it's not that starting type of position to where nick Foles, you know so you don't think you don't think i Okay, this is what I'm saying. They should keep the team they have right now and don't move nobody. Mm. But but the way that is the way that is going to be set up, knowing that the NFL is going to be that type of cash money type of player type of you know uh, league, they're going to want to give Nick Foles a contract. And if if Nick Foles is smart, he'll stay with that team, knowing of the team that he that he took to the Super Bowl. Because I'm not even going to look, look, all jokes aside and, and, and like all, all haterism aside, I'm just going <laughs> to go with stats and football game, game, game wise. Mm-hmm. The Philadelphia Eagles are a good team. Yes, they are. They are a yes. good team. They brought in free agents and they went into that free agent pot and they got mm-hmm. Jay Ajayi. And mm-hmm. they brought in and they brought in LeGarrette Blunt before that as well. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And they brought mm-hmm. in Alshon Jeffrey. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They brought in Torrey Smith. You know what I'm saying? They they went into that free agent pot and they built a team that can that can be dominant. And then they made that defense dominant too, as well as they have Brand they got Brandon Graham. They got, you know, uh Fletcher Cox. You know what I'm saying? They got uh a Bradham, they got Jalen Mills, you know what I'm saying? I can go on and on because I know that because that's my division. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like they developed a team that is that was very good in the scheme that Peterson put together was very, very stellar for them mm-hmm. to keep going. So, you know, with you know, with all that said, it's like you have to look at that part of, you know, of, of them being scouts and like the all that staff that they were doing and their coaching that scouting they were doing, it was very great. So your position is Nick Foles didn't necessarily win the Super Bowl. Belichick lost it by making this bad Malcolm Butler 
decision. Yeah, with all that said. That, that's, that's basically what you're saying right now? I mean, I mean, like to put it in all a nutshell, I would say it would it would lean towards more of Belichick's decision of benching Butler more than the way that Nick Foles played. The way that the Patriots defense is set up, they're, they're managed to give that type of game, but they would make those key stops and those key, you know, like those key, you know, stops that they need to make in the game, which Malcolm Butler, of course, made in those games in 16 weeks of the season, which, which was Stephon Gilmore made in the 16 weeks of the season. So it's like you have to you have to just take that into consideration when you don't have your number one corner on the other side of the field. Mm hmm. You know, you know, I mean, I, I, know, I hear you. I hear you. I, I know I, that doesn't sound too much, you know, like doesn't make too much noise. But you have to think football wise and just say, like, you know, that does make a difference. I mean, when you don't have your top corner in the, on, on the I other hear side. You, but, yeah. but there are teams that could use a quarterback, the Jets being one of mm -hmm. them, um, the Broncos mm -hmm. being another, um, Arizona right. being another. Now that uh, right. Carson Palmer, Palmer's uh, retiring, Palmer's probably, yeah, you know, retiring. so, right. you know, there there's some teams that are in need of a quarterback. Mm -hmm. And a quarterback with a $7 million price tag is like a steal. You know what I mean? So right, you give right, him a few right. extra bucks and you call it a day. The one team that mm -hmm. I think will probably feel they feel they're in need of a quarterback that I would say, no, stand down. And I would take your position that you have with the Eagles. Everybody stay where they are is the mm -hmm. Cleveland Browns. I know they went 0-16. Um, but one of the reasons mm -hmm. why the Browns continually okay. suffer. Hold on. I'm, I'm okay, explaining. Okay. I'm going to get to it. All right. Um, one of the reasons why they, in my opinion, continually suffer is because there's never a chance for development. They they mm -hmm. always suck. And so they always revamp. And I think you put your quarterback, um, Deshaun Kaiser, in a situation where he cannot succeed. He's just a rookie. And I don't mm -hmm. think any of us thought he was ready to, to, to lead an organization, to lead a franchise. Right, right. Um, did, did we think because that he could be nurtured? You know, all these rookie quarterbacks are not even supposed to be playing until like the second or third year. I wouldn't say all of them. I wouldn't or, say all of them. I would say them, that Matthew Stafford, um, when he came in, we thought he could he'd be great. Um, Johnny well, like Menzel. The ones that's coming up right now, I would say. I, Not the ones that's right. Back, but yeah. But I'm just saying, I never, I, I never want to say a rookie can't do it because, mm -hmm. I mean, look what Dak did for us. You know what I mean? So I never want to say. Not necessarily I, saying that Dak could do it. It was just that. Yeah, it was. I mean, I'm kind of like I'm in the just, NFL, you, know, you either do it or you don't. He was, you know? round, he was a fourth rounder, though. Like, that was, I'm going to just go back and say that he was a fourth rounder. So it's like, we wasn't really looking to see Dak until okay. this season. But this or is like what this I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm, I would okay. never say that a rookie can't do it. He, I think a rookie can yeah. do it. This particular rookie, I think we all knew we couldn't. And we all knew right. that he was going right. into a situation where he would have to do it. And that was going to provide Especially pressure. Yeah, that's, that's gonna that's gonna create pressure that a rookie's not even ready for. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you should give up on him necessarily. I think you should stay the course and give it another year because it's not like even if you change everything right now, ain't nobody you ain't you ain't gonna revamp to the point where you even I wouldn't even put you in the playoffs. Even if you traded everybody you could trade, revamped everything you could revamp, rewrote your playbook, I'm still not putting you in the playoffs next season. Okay. Right. So right. so right. at least work with what you got try to nurture it, give it another year so you can really see people's strengths and then revamp. So that's all I'm saying. I mean, they're going to do what they do, but I would say that they, right. they they are the one team that I think they need to 
because you know they none of these games. I mean, I think there's there's like one or two. They were they were close mm-hmm. most of the they time. Were. Most of the time they were close. They were yeah, so right. so you know let that let that figure that out and then then go from there. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's a, you know, you know, going back to that, you know, that's a good move for, you know, the Lions. Like, it's a decent move for that. You know, they just have to see what they can get in the free agent list. Because, like, you, we all know, like I said before, we all know what it did for the Eagles when they dipped into it. So, you know, who knows what Patricia is going to think about and then want to you know, draw up, you know, when he gets there to the Detroit Lions staff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're running long again, so let's just real quick hey. address this elephant yeah. in the room. Yeah, we got to do this. I, I know, okay? 32 points is blasphemous. My mm-hmm. Cavs lost by 32 points. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron James only scored 11 points in that game. I, I, Tyron, Luke, Tyron Luke came back out right after that game which was difficult to watch. I mean, don't get me wrong. Houston is fantastic. I, I think the Houston organization is dope, um, but it ain't blow out a, a professional team by 32 points, dope. You know what I mean? Like, that's just not that's just right, not a right. thing. And for Tyron Lue, he reminds me of Jason Garrett because he comes out and he says, you know, it was a devastating loss, but don't count us out of the playoffs. Man, what? How, yeah, okay. yeah. How, how, for Tyron no. Lue to say that, and for him to be, you know, like in the state that he's in, in the Cleveland Cavs uh, situation, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be saying that. He really he should shouldn't not be saying that at all. You know, he, because he really sh- he should have some sort of fight. He should have been like LeBron, and and LeBron was like, "We should be taken off of national TV if we're gonna play like this." Right, you cannot have a Jason Garrett approach with this, Mm-mm. especially especially with Cleveland, the way that Cleveland can. is. You know, the way that the team is built and the way that, you know, like the things that have been going on right. you know, during the offseason, you know, the acquisitions that they just made. It's like you can't just say that, you know, right. because because Cleveland can make they can potentially get ousted in the NBA finals against. This Boston. is what I'm saying. I mean, I feel I'm like if, if, if the Cavs went into the playoffs today, they get kicked out in the first round. Like, I don't care who they play. Who, this is, this by like who, who like Toronto or something. Man, yes. In Cleveland, third. Yeah, Cleveland's third. So it's uh, mm-hmm. it's Celtic, right? Yeah. Celtics, Celtics, Toronto, Toronto. Cle- mm-hmm. Cleveland. So yeah, yeah. so Toronto gonna oust us. Like bye Man. bye, bye <laughs> bye. Get Straight your stuff up. and go in the home. Second round, because I know they'll probably. I know Cleveland will get probably past whoever they get the first round. But second round, yeah. They be I terrible. mean, I don't know. I would have definitely said we would have made it past the first round had we not lost by thirty two points. Y'all got y'all got smacked. How man. does that even? Lord, I got smacked, man. Like embarrassing. Like I was scared to they go out in public, but then I was like, oh yeah, I'm in Saipan. Nobody nobody knows. So real quick, the trade rumors. You know, and that's the other thing that's bothering me. There's not really any kind of noise coming out of the land about uh, any sort of trades. They are rumor has one. it. Rumor has it that they were trying to go off after DeAndre uh, Jordan, which I think would be great, but they didn't offer nothing for him. You, J.R. Smith and Tr- Tristan and, Thompson, and, 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 and a, like a, a draft pick. Yeah, I mean that ain't. That's a I little mean, something, you know, for them to go to I the mean, Clippers. But if you got to do a three-way trade with that, I think you got to do a three-team you trade. You got to do something because like, I mean know, we don't that, have any uh, defense. You got to. Yeah, you got to do a little something because I mean he would definitely he would instantly improve our defense, our non-existing defense. There's. We have no defense. So, so Cleveland needs some help. 
desperate, desperate help. Uh. But I am excited to say, you know, uh, I'm still, you know, Timmy B is over there. He, his numbers hit, though. Timmy, your numbers hit, right? Yes, they so did. So you made, you made some look, money. That was the surprise that I was going to let everybody know mm-hmm. that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, which I didn't predict. I predicted the Patriots. I was thanking the Eagles at the end because my numbers hit one and three because the Eagles had 41, Patriots had 33, and they was on my square, and I was so happy. I was like, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Congratulations to Timmy. Uh, I'm, I'm still excited. I, You know, my one thing was to, and I said it before and I said it again, Eagles don't, don't go in there and embarrass us. Don't do it. And you didn't, and so – we are cool yeah. for this off season yeah. uh, when yeah. the regular season starts. It's beef on site again, but oh, for yeah. right now, <laughs> yeah. you know. And it. fun and fact: yeah, um, Gronkowski actually hasn't played in a winning Super Bowl. He's been mm-hmm. hurt. He wow. has been hurt for every that other Super Bowl, that. and then he played in this one. And wah wah wah. <laughs> oh, sorry, Gronk. And I can tell you, uh, I can tell you another uh, NFC East fun fact. Hmm. That uh, we are the only division that have won a Super Bowl with all four teams. That's right. That's what I'm saying. So yes, don't yes. go in so there and embarrass out. us. Shout out, man. Y'all did y'all thing, man. But it's still beef on site, like Jackie Ray say. Beef on as soon site. as it comes to September, it's beef. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Timmy, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you. Yo, find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Timmy B and on Facebook, Timothy Barnes Jr. Y'all holla at me, send a shout out, y'all. Follow us on YouTube, Fanatic Productions with the Camera Lens. Y'all mm-hmm. subscribe, y'all. We have a great show. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, all of that. Thank you so much. And again, don't forget to follow me on all things social media at J Ray the Fanatic. And we will see you guys next week. And hopefully my Cavs don't lose any more games between now and then. Oh, All-Star <laughs> Weekend coming up too, y'all. Don't oh, yeah. Forget. So that's good. Yeah. So it's going to be a mental break for your girl because I oh, need it. Man.